Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. And welcome to Jazzy Conversations. I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. And we're excited to be here. Listen, thanks for checking in. Welcome to Jazzy Conversations. I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. Ah, today, hey, I'm so excited about today's interview. Yes. Um, this lady, mm -hmm. the legacy that she has carried mm -hmm. on in regards to her mother. Women of strength. Oh, mm -hmm. my goodness. Mm -hmm. It's just amazing. And I don't want to tell her story yet uh, until she comes on uh, set and I'll be able to kind of go into how I met her. Yeah. But I'm sitting here sincerely in front of the world saying I'm so honored to have her yeah. on set to talk about her mother's legacy. Well, glad to have a platform yeah. for her to be able to talk Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Breast this cancer is... is, is is something out there and a lot of African-American women needs to know the history. Now, I don't want to go into it because she's the prof professional on this yeah. area. So I want her to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but that's going to be exciting. It is. I'm glad. And she's so positive. Like somebody would think, oh, this is a downer. Right? This is a heavy. It's heavy, but we're going to uplift you in this conversation. Right. Yeah, and, and when she talks about her sister's journey and, yeah. and the amount of people. Oh, oh my goodness, it was my first time attending. Mm -hmm. They have this so well organized. It's yeah. it's it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, one to ten, it was a twelve. It was wow. off the charts. I was yeah. so I impressed. Saw the pictures. It was and beautiful. so impressed in the way she handled herself mm -hmm. as well as her partner. Um, when they were up there on the microphone, it was just uh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I got about two minutes. I want to just do this real quick. Cool. I'm gonna throw Gigi off, okay? And you guys play as well. I'm ready, T. It's tell been a while. me. Tell me your favorite love story, hmm. your favorite actress, okay, and your favorite car that you ever had. Real quick, hmm. three things. Same thing for you. Favorite, favorite love story. Favorite love story. Okay. I think my favorite love story. You see, I'm dragging it, right? Uh, my favorite love story is... And five. Oh yeah, yeah. Four, Teeth, what's your favorite three, love story? Two, Come on, give me yours, because you, you don't want me to be This is the way wait. we were. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, Robert Redford. That's Ro lovely. Barbara Strandzan. Um, okay. And yours is mine is so I love it's Bridges of Madison County. Ooh. And I, yeah, it's one of my favorites. If you want to know more about who I am, look at that movie. Get a box of Kleenex. I love it. I love it. <laughs> favorite actress of all time. My favorite actress of all time. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with right of all time right now. All time of all, all time, time your, right your now. Favorite act, no, of all time. <laughs> my favorite actress of all time right now is is <laughs> not when she's hot. Of all time. Ay, ay, ay. She's struggling, guys. I, I, I and five, oh, four, three, two. My favorite went yeah, to college. Ahead. Went to grad school. In New Haven, Connecticut, her mm -hmm. name is Angela Bassett. I do love me some Angela Bassett. And yours? I'm gonna go with um gosh, it's really they're they're two. I am gonna go with Viola Davis. Viola, I love uh, yeah, Viola. I love okay. it. If you haven't seen it, go see Fences. <laughs> there you go. Rent it, go see she's amazing. G, 
Yes. Your favorite car that you've ever owned or you enjoy driving. Don't have to be I, listen, whatever you my, enjoy My favorite driving. car that I've ever owned was a Hoopty. And it was it was a rust bucket. But it was my favorite car because it was my first car. That's what I was, was about mine. to say. My first car. You know? Yeah. It was, I, a, I, I, it was a Honda. And it was gray. And it was rusty. And I had to check all my gauges all the time. You're a real one. You're a real I'm one. I'm a real I one. I love it. Yeah. How about you? My favorite car is my very first car in college. Yeah. It was a Chevrolet Cavalier Z24. And I had the bra on it. <laughs> I would drive that car from New Haven, Connecticut, back to Ohio, from Ohio back to New Haven, Connecticut. And that was my baby. G, you ready for today's show? You know I am. All right. On behalf of Jazzy Conversations, I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. I hope you guys are ready. You ready? Here we go. Welcome to Jazzy Conversations. I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. And G, oh my goodness, I'm so excited to see Dawn White Bracey on the screen. Dawn, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I just finished telling G off offline. Yeah. I'm so excited about this interview, and I mean mm -hmm. it from the bottom of my heart. Um, let me just give a little background real quick, and yeah. please jump in. Mm -hmm. So, I, and I've spoke to you off camera. I... Forgive me, I had never heard of the sister's journey. I have, yes. And I'm and a lot of people say, Are you crazy, Teeth? Everyone knows about that. I'm like so out of it. I apologize. But when I went to your event about three weeks ago, Dawn, as I told you off camera, I was floored. It was immaculate, professional, the stories of the ladies that was speaking from the heart. The atmosphere was, I mean, so amazing. And I just want to congratulate you and your your team of the job that you guys do. I mean, it was amazing, Dawn. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. So thank you. Thank oh, you. It was oh, yourself, your partner who was doing a lot of speaking at the end. You guys did an amazing job. Um, looking forward to to going back to to celebrate next year in regards to just, I mean, it's something I know about now. I told Gigi about it yes. off camera. And he was sending me pictures from the event. I, I, <laughs> I, I truly was. And Dr. Ed Joyner, as you know, is a big fan of the show. He support us. And he said, if you can get Dawn on this show, it would mean a lot to me. She's, she's like a daughter to me. And she has an amazing story. And I, after I attended, I said, "Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. I would do anything to get her on this show." Right. So, and I've heard so. I mean, you, you're you're the work that you do in the community. It it goes before you. If people know about this work. I was able to say, "Listen, it's a heavy topic, but this is going to be uplifting because the, the work that you do is so inspiring to so many." Oh well, thank you. Um, and then, uh, if you just mentioned coming back next year. Does that mean I have to do it again? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> like that was not on the agenda. But <laughs> so, Dawn, we're Next gonna go. What? We're gonna go through the process, and I want you to t speak about your your mom's legacy as well as yours. But before, please, people that's tuned in, please stay tuned in. This is a very important topic. So, if you're tuning in from California, Ohio, Philadelphia, Temple University, wherever you're tuning in from, please do not tune off. Please listen to this. It's very important. Mm -hmm. She has an amazing story to tell. Okay. All right. So Dawn, we're going to go back to the beginning. Tell us who you are. Tell us where you're from, your background, and, and we're going to lead up to how this all started. Okay. Um, so I was uh, born in New Haven, um, 
probably raised in Hamden. So I live in Hamden now and, and lived in, in Hamden with my mom for most of my life. Um, but uh, graduated from uh, Wilbur Cross, like you guys, right? All right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. The governor <laughs> in the house. Big shout out. <laughs> um, I did go to St. Mary's for two years, but I ended up graduating from from, from Wilbur Cross. Um, uh, I also grew up uh, going to Catholic school. I, I started out at St. Rita's. Oh, and um, yeah, then went to St. Mary's, graduated from Cross, uh, went to uh, college, Marymount College in um, Terrytown, New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, wow. uh, I studied fashion merchant. Yeah. yeah. So I, I so always a Catholic school except those two years in, in, in at Cross. But um, <laughs> I went to school for fashion, for fashion merchandising. Okay. And um, it's interesting how I even got into that field. But my mother was a shopper. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, I wanted to I wanted to become a, a fashion buyer. Um, it didn't turn out that way. I mean, I I, I worked in retail for many many years, um, but it it, it kind of stemmed from my my mother um, always wanting to uh, shop. She was a woman of uh, of, of class and style, mm-hmm. and so when you talk about the event, um, I hope I you know did it the way she would want me to do it. Oh, you absolutely. Know? Um, but to go back to uh, college, I did study abroad, and so I studied at um, uh, London College of Fashion. Beautiful. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So I had the opportunity to go to Paris and Rome, and you know why why I was over there. So uh, I was excited about that. And, what was that um, like as a young person yeah. from from New Haven, Hamden area, going abroad? Yes. I I know it's it it was it was amazing. Um, Dawn, you're I, a show I'm off, sober. first of all, but go ahead. You're a show off. You're showing off, but go no, ahead. No, no, no. Okay, wait, hold on. If you I'll want just... me to show off, I do have, I do have props. I'm first in the props, right? Bring it on. That's right. I, I went to London College of Fashion, right? Wow. And I actually made a fur coat while I was over there. Oh, put so, it on. Oh, you should have came on with that. On. Yes, Dawn. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that was like that was like forty years ago. So this does not fit anymore. But, wow, <laughs> but amazing! The opportunity, yeah, so the opportunity to, to be able to do that was was pretty amazing. Yeah. So, um, and the funny thing about it, when you say a person from the New Haven, Hamden area, mm-hmm. when I came back, when I graduated from school, I did go to a lot of um, uh, uh, career days and 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 went to a lot of the schools, um, elementary schools, high schools to let children in our community know that they could do something like that too, because yes. it was an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's mm-hmm. amazing. It is. Absolutely. And there was something that people in our neighborhoods and communities didn't know that was a, no. that was a possibility that that was even a thing. Absolutely. So not. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. And so, uh-huh. go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Finish your story. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I was going to say, so, you know, when you, when you went to study that, and, I, and I'm sure they have it in New York as well, but so I had the opportunity to make the fur coat. Some people made shoes, some people made hats. So just the opportunity to learn how to do that. I mean, you don't know somebody, you don't meet somebody every, every day that can do that kind of stuff. So um, it was pretty, it was pretty amazing. Wow. So, okay. So are you the only child or you have siblings? No, I have a little brother. Okay, okay. So, Listen, I, I have a little brother who's six five. I was gonna say we always call them our little brother. My brothers are right, taller than me, right. but they're my little brothers. Okay. I, I get yeah. it. All right. So yeah, you're yeah. the so, so. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So we were yeah. So we're 14 years apart. So I was an only child for a long time. Okay, okay, okay. Now, so you graduate college, you come back from abroad, London. <laughs> you come back to the states. You come back to New Haven. In the relationship with your mom, like, what does that look like? 
Um, we, we've always been close. Like I said, you know, she was a single mom. Uh, my, my dad wasn't in my life, even though his family is. Okay. Um, and, uh, wow. we, we did everything together. We, uh, went on vacations together, you know, um, we, we did everything together. And my, my little brother and I, we, um, and actually <laughs> his nickname is Gigi. Ah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, his real name is George, but we've always called him Gigi. Oh, wow. Hey, Gigi out there. <laughs> yeah, so he was um, he was born on December 23rd. And so as a 14-year-old, you can imagine, I was not um, happy about that. Mm. <laughs> so you had your mom like, to yourself all those years. Right, right, mm -hmm. right, right. And so I said, Mom, you know, I, I don't know what it's like to have a child, but I really hope you're going to be home in two days. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's right, because, uh, you know, our Christmas has never been, you know, um, the same since. But um, I talk to him every day. We could not been close to be, be closer. 14 that. years apart, you would never know the difference. I so, love that. Um, yeah, so at the time, I wasn't happy, but now I'm just thrilled to death to have him in my life. I love it. That's a beautiful, I absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so you and your mom spend a lot of time together, and, and, and I don't want to jump into it, but I do want to jump into it. So what does that look like when your mom sits you down and say, Baby girl, this is my situation. What year was it? How does how does that look? So I actually was, um, I had just gotten married. Um, my son was born in 91. So it must have been 91 because I was pregnant with my first child. Okay. And um, uh, it's interesting because her, her friend that was at the Pink Tea, uh, her co-worker had come over to, uh, she taken, she had brought her over to my my apartment at the, at the time. And... Um, uh, I think they were going to a class. I think they were going to Spanish class or something. And so that's why they were together. And actually my brother was at the house with me because um, my mother was, was going to the class. And, um, and he was, he was young. Uh, if I was married, let me see, he might've been 14 at the time, 12 mm -hmm. or, or something mm -hmm. like that. He was, he was pretty young. And so she, she came to the, the house and said that she had breast cancer and, you know, the treatment that she was going to get and all, all of that. And, you know, my, my brother said, um, well, mom, I, I think you're going to be fine because um, I can't I can't can't think now what the president's wife's name was. But one of our presidents had um, had breast cancer and she got through it. And so my mm -hmm. my my little brother felt pretty hopeful that my mom would get through it as well. Mm -hmm. So that was her first diagnosis with cancer. And um, um, I remember me delivering my child and she her being at the hospital, but recovering okay. um, from her own mm -hmm. Um, surgery and everything so um you know it was it, it was pretty devastating but she, you know she she made it sound hopeful that mm -hmm. she was going to be okay you right, know right. so so she always kept a level of hope keeping your spirits lifted you and your absolutely, brother absolutely absolutely yeah. that was mm -hmm. that was barbara bush by the way correct okay yeah yes, so that's what, yeah yeah yes yeah. I, I remember yeah, so that. that's what, yes yeah. Wow. So, and it was surprising because I was like, well, how does a little kid even know that? You know, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. but, um, you, you know, that being his first experience with breast cancer, you know, for him to think back on, on that was, um, mm -hmm. you know, pretty remarkable to me. So absolutely positive. He was speaking faith, even at that right, age, right, right. speaking life into her. I love that. So what you said the first time, did, did it go away and it came back? Or do you want to talk? You said the first so, time. So, um, my mother ultimately um, passed from breast cancer uh, 12 years later. 12 years. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So it never so came she, back in between those 12 years is what I'm asking. No. Okay. Okay. No. Gotcha. Okay. No. 
and now and now that you're you're bringing me to that i think about all the things that we were able to experience and enjoy in those 12 years. Yes. So, um, and what I mean by that is, um, so so my mother ultimately died from uh, metastatic breast cancer at the age of 56. Okay. God bless. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was 39, my brother was 23. Um, but all the, the, the family uh, gatherings and things that we did within that time, and, um, you know, the birth of both my children, um, and you know we had retirement parties for my grandparents and 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 cookouts and you know just just we just did so much as a family when you think back now in those 12 years that we had her um not knowing that at some point we were going to lose her but we right. just it just seems like when i look back at it now that those those 12 years were just everything everything you just got to live and enjoy and and be with one another absolutely so so having been through that experience how did that take you to the place of inspiring and encouraging so many others absolutely so um when my mother was diagnosed the first time and she was in the hospital my grandmother had come up with this chart that um you know, my mother did not, I mean, as most people, they don't like being in the hospital. My mother didn't like to be alone. Mm-hmm. Um, she definitely didn't want to be in the hospital alone. And so my grandmother had come up with this chart um, and it had time slots for everybody in the family yeah. <laughs> to be Take a with shift. my mother. At, that's right. <laughs> that's right. We all had shifts, right. Love it. So um, my grandmother's sister actually uh, was the one that was retired. And so she spent the most time, my mother's aunt spent the most time with her. And so um, uh, she she eventually, so she, she was able to care for my mother, um, but then she eventually got breast cancer. And it, it happened so quickly and she ended up passing away. It was devastating to my mother because this woman who had taken so much care and love for her, my mother wasn't able to reciprocate. Mm. And so um, it, it kind of, it moved my mother in the direction that she didn't want any woman to ever have to go through that alone. Yeah. Um, and now here my mother had survived breast cancer. So she felt that if you caught it early enough that you didn't have to die from breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's, that's, that was the beginning of sister's journey. Um, she, she, she certainly knew that she needed some support and she wanted someone who looked like her, other women who looked like her. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want other women to um, go unsupported because she had gotten so much support. I mean, here she had, you know, a chart with, with, with ships on it. Right. Yeah, and right, so right. everyone um, doesn't have that. <laughs> wow. mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody doesn't mm-hmm. have that. And so she, she certainly wanted to make sure. And then when she was looking for support, she didn't know anyone who was a breast cancer survivor at the time because um, nobody talked about it. Mm-hmm. Right. So when she started to say that she needed support, all of a sudden, um, her mother-in-law was a breast cancer survivor. Wow. We had other aunts that were breast cancer survivors, her godmother, um, her cousin. I mean, you know, all of a sudden, all these women that that she didn't know were survivors were right here all around her. Right. And right. so um, that's when she came up with Sister Journey. So so tell us. Oh, I'm sorry, T. No, no, no. I, I want you to hold yeah, that question. Yeah, I will hold 30 my question. Seconds. So <laughs> you said real quick, you said that's when it started in her mind. What year was that? Right. Originally, so before it became on paper, it started in her mind. What year? Um, it probably was around. I'm not sure exactly what what year my aunt um, died, but 
like I said, my son was 90, um, was born in 91. So that was her first uh, bout with breast cancer. And then probably about 1998, 90, because the, the first calendar was the year 2000. So she had to start working on it in 1999. So mm -hmm. 98, 99. So that's mm -hmm. when it started. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. So I was going to ask if you tell people about what My Sister's Journey does. I mean, I've had the benefit of seeing some of the wonderful events, but to people from different places, tell them tell them what the benefit of yes. it is and what you've done and what you've been able to accomplish. So, um, well, we have to let's go back for one second, and mm. then I'll tell you tell you Absolutely. about that how please. I got how I got involved. Yes, please. If, um, <laughs> when my mother passed away. Um, as you could imagine, it was it was it was devastating, and we won't we won't even get to to that extent. But um, my grandmother then, because um, we we all did things together, right? Even though this was her organization, and you know, but whatever my mother did, you know, we all did. The family did. We were part of it, right? So um, my my grandmother, we we were being interviewed or my grandmother was being interviewed because, you know, here this woman had started this organization because this is five years into her starting that she passed away. Okay. And so, um, you know, there was a lot of media and then also my mother was a councilwoman, council at large in Hamden. So, uh -huh. so a lot of people knew her. And so we were being interviewed and um, my grandmother says to the um, reporter, we will, we will continue sister's journey. And I'm in mid-tier. I'm thinking, we who? <laughs> like, 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 what does that mean, mean? Right? That's called voluntold. You were voluntold right, exactly, to do this thing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I'm not a survivor. You, you know, I, I what am I going to do, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, with my and my grandmother and my my grandfather, my family, they're they're really community oriented. So. Uh, my grandmother was a community organizer, so it was easy for her, right? But I was always, you know, um, in the background. I, I I wasn't out there like that. And so... Um, Dawn, what were then, you doing professionally at this time? So you were working, doing your own thing. Right. What, what were you doing? Right. right. So I was I was working in retail. Um, I probably was working... I, I've worked for G Fox. I worked for Five Leans. Mm -hmm. um, at that time, I may have been working... For uh, Caldoras, I don't, I don't remember, but I was a regional manager for Caldoras, yeah. so I was, I was like all over the place, and um, I was married. I had two kids. My mother would have never asked me to have mm -hmm. done this. My mother, my, it would have never even, you know, occurred right. to her that I could do this. This was right? like you had a because, separate life from from this trajectory, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. I mean, she was my mother. She started Sister Journey. We supported her. We went to every event that she had, all of that. Mm -hmm. um, but she would have never thought of it, um, of me, you know, uh, taking it over or whatever. My grandmother, on the other hand, didn't care. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. This was this was her daughter's legacy, and it was going to be a family legacy, whether I wanted it to be or not. Um but it's been it's been amazing, um, as you guys can imagine. So, what the types of things that we do? So, my mother um, has explained uh, in plenty of videos that the um, support group came out of the calendar. Once we had a calendar, then the ladies wanted the support group. Mm -hmm. So we've had a support group every single month in the last 25 years. We have not missed a month. And there's always like 10 to 12 women there consistently. Wow. Um, so there was a support group. Then we started to have um, uh, annual uh, cookout, um, 
you know, cookouts, right? Um, where we wanted the, the ladies in the new calendar that was coming out in October to meet the ladies from the past calendars, mm-hmm. right? So, um, so that when we have things like the pink tea, they're not um, strangers. They know other people in the organization, right? So we started this cookout. So we have this annual cookout. Once we started it, never turned back, always mm-hmm. had them. We used to have them at my house um, um, years ago, but so we have the annual cookout. Then we had um, decided we wanted to have a Christmas party, right? So we have an annual Christmas party. So we have the cookout, we have the the, the, the Christmas party. Um, then we thought my, my grandmother always wanted to do a scholarship in my mother's name. Mm-hmm. So, um, and there was one support group meeting that I was at. And one of the ladies, one of the, the daughters was there. And we have a guest speaker and, and the daughter asked, well, what age do you go to get your first mammogram if your mother's a survivor? And I, I'm thinking to myself, you don't know that? As a daughter of a survivor, right? I was surprised. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, we need another event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need an event where we're mm-hmm. just talking to young women. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to know their family history and they need to know that if they have family history, they can be screened early, mm-hmm. right? And I think the rule of thumb is uh, 10 years earlier than when your mother was diagnosed or your you know, family member. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my first mammogram, my first screening at 28. My mother mm-hmm. didn't, she wasn't diagnosed to 44, but when my mother was diagnosed, she wasn't playing with it. Like mm-hmm. as soon as I could get screened, she wanted me to be there. So, so that turned into um, an event we call the Mother Daughter Scholarship Brunch. So we were able to do the scholarship that my grandmother wanted to do. And then we had this event where we could um, educate the community on knowing your family history and what does that mean in terms of being screened and and being uh, detected early. Mm -hmm. Um, So what else do we do? We certainly do a lot of outreach whenever there's a health fair and someone, you know, asks for us to come. So we we um, we do some really intentional things. We we do things like shower cards. We give out shower cards. Gigi, have you ever heard of a shower card before? No. Mm-hmm. Tell me what that is. <laughs> tell me. Tell me. I, I feel like I should have more props. I don't have them here, but uh, a shower card is is just um gives you the instructions on how to do a self breast exam. So um, I do know. Yeah, I do know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah. So you you know you hang it over your shower head and and you um, the ones that we give out um, they have monthly reminders. So you punch a hole in each month to remind you to do your self breast exams, mm-hmm. and um, those are really important because if you cannot get a mammogram or be screened before the age of forty, then what do you do? And we know that women get breast cancer before the age of forty. Right. So. Um, so if you do yourself breast exams, at least you have the chance of, of finding it yourself right. earlier. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, so we give out shower cards. Um, there's a group in uh, Connecticut called um, Are You Dense? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, how important it is for uh, women that when you're told that you have dense breasts, that you get an ultrasound. And um, we've been, um, this particular group has been er- very instrumental in making sure that there's laws passed that insurance companies have to pay mm. for those extra screenings if you have dense breasts. Mm. Um, what else do we give out in those? Um, uh, there's something, there's a, there's a group um, out of uh, Milford called the Get In Touch Foundation. They created a daisy wheel. Mm-hmm. And so again, that's a self-breast exam, but for younger women. Right, right. I'm sorry, for, for, for school-age children, you know, mm-hmm. for like 12 and 13-year-olds. Um, again, to know your body. So get in touch 
Um, one thing my mother would always say is be an advocate of your own body. And so this, this really um, falls right in line with that. So, um, so the outreach, the, the, all the, the survivor get togethers, um, the pink tea, obviously. And so the, the premise of the pink tea is certainly to unveil the new calendar, um, but to also recognize the women um, um, in their, you know, being brave enough to share their stories, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's not easy. Right. And that's why so for so many years, people didn't share their stories. Mm -hmm. but, but we call them stories of hope because they give other people who are newly diagnosed yeah. um, the opportunity to see how long you can live. That's right. um, and it doesn't have to be a death sentence. So that has always been my mother's um, uh, vision is to um, have women share their stories because it's not, it's not only for the women who read it, but it's also for the women who write it. How mm -hmm. therapeutic is that to, to release right. all that, you know, through your story. Um, and actually uh, you talk about, when we started, our first cover, uh, our first calendar was in 2000, and um, my great aunt was on the cover, and she was a breast cancer survivor, but she actually was able, she lived until she was 104. Ooh. Now, there's yeah. a story so she, of encouragement. Yeah, you got right? some good genes. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. I don't yeah, know how so. we haven't crossed paths. So I've been doing an event. I, I don't know if I've even shared this, but in the Newhallville and uh, Dixwell community, uh, a colleague of mine, her name is Elizabeth Knight, we've been doing a women's legacy of health. And we, we bring the um, Yale mammogram van to the community so that people have access. I, at some point, we'll have to connect. I would love to have Absolutely. you bring those resources to the community, those shower cards and information because that's the, it's the same Absolutely. vibe. Like, let's be aware of what we have to do to preserve our health. Let's talk about it. All those things that you're talking about. What, what struck me is when you said that your, your mom found out all these women that were survivors, but nobody was saying anything. And so I love that what you're doing invites people to say, there's no shame. And you're talking about it helps you and helps others. I, I helps love others, that. Right. And yeah. Dawn, what I would say for a male standpoint, uh, exactly what you just said, mm -hmm. most of us, we know each other. Yeah. Well, we're not going to say a loved one was battling X, Y, and Z. Guys don't do that. It's kind of like, yo, you stay in your lane, I stay in my lane. Mm. But for a guy like me, going to that dinner, first time, again, I'm being honest, I never even knew about the dinner. Again, not because it wasn't broad, I just out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. And right. when I walked into this dinner, first of all, you had over like 700 people there. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. And again, read the screen if you get a chance to go to Sister's Journey. You and your team do an amazing job. So many people there. And they were able to tell their story. And it was so many different people I saw in the building mm -hmm. that had either went through this or have a family member that went through it. Yeah. So for a guy, it kind of made me sit down and like, okay, your loved one went through this mm -hmm. or et cetera, et cetera. Okay. I, I, yeah. I, I receive it. I receive it. Because it could happen to anyone's so loved one, family, Absolutely. sister, uh, aunt, mother, mm -hmm. wife, whatever, child. Mm -hmm. And... um so, I mean, I'm sitting here listening to you speak and I'm just like, wow. I mean, just yeah. the, the story that you're telling, I, I want the world to, to listen and learn. And I don't want people to tune out from other states because it affects everyone, you know, and we, we, right. we, we right. have people that watch it from that's all right. over and I want them to tune in. And that's why I'm just sitting here quiet and let you tell the story. And yeah. so people could Google and, and check it out. That's and right. uh, this is just an amazing, amazing. Like I said, we're excited to have you, first of all. Mm -hmm. um, 
Uh, anything else, G? Yeah, I, I want to say because I, I have uh, my cousins that are in Georgia that do watch this. And we lost my dear aunt, their mom, Cecilia Cunningham. We lost her to... Um, we, we, her her biology expired, but she she suffered with breast cancer and had a mastectomy and lived many years with great hope and offered just so much joy in our family. But I have to I have to say that because I know that my cousins will be watching and Absolutely. this is a part of our it's a part of our journey also. So I'm just so thankful that there are people like you doing this work to encourage and uplift those of us that have to to be a part of this journey also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean. Um, the other thing too is, you know, like like he said, when he when he comes to something like that, um, men come and they learn mm -hmm. uh, as well. And so often, uh, I think you know, you and I talked offline, Keith, and, and I was saying how your your wife's family had had come so many years ago and left such an impression on me um, because the young lady, um, her grandmother, um, that was in the calendar. It brought the family together. Absolutely. And you're like, oh, Dawn, you have such a great memory. No, it's not such a have such a great memory. It left such an impact on me that that something we were doing, that this event brought families together mm -hmm. and brought brought men there, right? Like brought a son there, brought mm -hmm. a brought, yeah. you know, it brings um, uh, nephews and husbands and mm -hmm. um, you know, and if you didn't know the story of your own loved one and what she was going through, yes. you heard it from other people. And it, yeah. it gives you a, a different insight yeah. onto what they went through. And and, and it, it makes you more supportive, I Absolutely. think. Mm -hmm. uh, um, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. Yeah, I love that. So when Dawn had uh, emailed me offline and she had said she remembers uh, my wife's grandmother's story wow. because she was in the calendar, mm -hmm. I was like, what? Like I was floored. And she was yeah. like, I remember this story vividly because yeah. I believe you said it was your first year taking over. Right. Correct. Wow. Right. And so, and so again, it's things like that, right? Like I, you know, you, 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 you do all this work to get this event together. And then you're like, you know, waiting to exhale. Whew, it's over. But when you see something like that, yeah. you're like, this can't be the last one. Right. right? <laughs> this going. can't be. People we, are being we, fed we gotta, by so, this. Absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, 25 years now. Right. I'm thinking, oh, I wanted to be like Oprah. Right. At 25 <laughs> years. That's it. But no. <laughs> keep um, it going. Yeah. yeah you got to keep it going. So, you know, I remember my grandfather seeing the calendar for the first time. He was like, you know, he looked in the calendar. He's like, oh, I didn't know she had breast cancer. I didn't know she, you know, I worked with her. Oh, that's my neighbor. Oh, you know, I mean, it's just, it's people don't realize, right? Because yes. you don't walk around with a pink ribbon on your forehead. Right. So people don't know what you've been through. They don't know your story. And so um, the storytelling is just so, um, you know, powerful. And to think that my mother had this vision so long ago and we're still doing it, it's just, it's just remarkable. So, and that we're able to do it. And so, you know, I come from a, first of all, I feel like I'm just a daughter and um, I'm keeping my mother alive for me Absolutely. because I was, I was so devastated. Um, but I'm doing it for so many people. And that's mm -hmm. what I, that's what I love because, um, you know, right after the pink tea, one of the ladies pa that passed away, um, her daughter called me and she's like, oh, you know, how can I get involved? You know, mm -hmm. and she says, I was just a little girl and I knew your mother. And I'm, cause she, I'm like, how old are you? She's like 30 something. And I was like, she's like, you know, she knew my mother. And I was like, how is that possible? She's like, well, I was only 10. But I remember my mother giving, I mean, your mother giving my mother and I a ride 
um, to the photo shoot, you know, when they were getting their pictures taken for the, the calendar. And she says, your mother was so nice to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, that obviously made me feel good. But here we are 20 years later. Um, and she wants to be a part of this now. Oh, that is, you know? that and, she, is and, she, and she knew my mother. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's 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 been pretty fulfilling. And, and yes, I do have another job. But <laughs> <laughs> right. this, this gets to be but a passion project. Dawn, you talked about the calendar, but I don't know that, that the people that are listening know what it means when you say somebody's in the calendar. Tell, okay, tell them so what that means. More, prop, more props. There, there we go. go. There's the oh, invite. Go on, hold that up. Hold that up right to the camera. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, per bring it down a little bit. Bring it down. Perfect. There you go. Sister's yes. Journey 2024. Oh, it's gorgeous. So yeah. tell yeah. us so about that calendar. Yeah. Yes. So this calendar we just unveiled in October. So we always unveil them at the Pink Tea. Um, and um, actually, my mother-in-law is Miss January. So what it is, is that she was um, uh, diagnosed 20 years ago. Um, so it's a real calendar with mm -hmm. dates um, and, um, you know, so survivors and their stories. So how they found it, uh, what their treatment was like, what support they had, um, you know, and, and how they found it is so important. You mm -hmm. know, uh, whether they found it themselves, through a mammogram. Um, all of it is to promote early detection yes. though, right? Like yes. you can live, um, with a breast cancer diagnosis if you get it caught early. And so we want to make sure that people, uh, understand that. So, you know, and then on the back of the calendar, you know, has pictures from our cookout and how we get together and that, and, you know, so we always have that on there. Can but, people buy the um, calendar? Can people buy yes, it? You can. Okay. Yeah. You can, mm -hmm. Yeah. You can buy them on, on our website. Okay. Great. All right. Great. So Dawn, before we end, I would say this, I'm listening to your story and what I take away from it is it was a divine intervention. Mm -hmm. What you said is the news reporter said, we're going to keep this going. You said you weren't even thinking about moving forward. I just think those words was said now mm -hmm. because they spoke those words and your mind totally transformed to, okay, we're going to keep mm -hmm. this going. I just think that's very powerful mm -hmm. um, that that news reporter said that because that's what you said on camera. You said a news reporter said, you know, we're going to keep this going. And then your whole mindset changed to like, we are? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. No, no, no. My grandmother. Mm -hmm. Oh, your grandmother. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was too busy. Listen, I was too busy crying. Right. <laughs> and my grandmother said, and that took me like, what? what? Yes. Yes. She says, <laughs> we will keep her legacy going. And I'm thinking, I don't know who she's, who this we that's is, but here we, we. go. So, that's yeah, extremely yeah, powerful. Yeah. Dawn, I know a lot of people is watching this one. I want to thank you on behalf of myself and Gigi. Absolutely. I mean, this one right here was extremely powerful. So I mean, powerful. all of them are powerful, but this interview right here, I was excited to have you on. I even told you that off camera. Thank you for coming on. Um, I'm back. And can people, can people support the organization? I know you said they can buy the, they can buy the uh, calendar. Do you do fundraisers? Do you accept donations? Do you need donations? What, what do you need uh, that people can uh, be a part of this if they're from far away? Yeah, I mean, we we definitely accept donations. We need donations. Um, and when you talk about um, being far away, we've had women mm -hmm. um, in the calendar from all over the country. We've had women women from Puerto Rico. We had a lady in there from India. We've had women, yes. um, you know, from everywhere in the calendar. So you don't have to be from Connecticut. Okay. And um, yeah, with with more support. Um, we're happy to, I mean, I have a friend um, from Kentucky who just called me and she wants me to come and talk to some women there. I mean, it's needed everywhere. 
Yeah. It's not just a Connecticut right. thing. Um, right. You know, I mean, black women are, are, our mortality mortality rate is so much higher with breast cancer, mm -hmm. um, like so many of the health disparities that we that we right. deal with. But um, you know, white women are diagnosed more than statistically um, more than black women, but we will die more more mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know with higher rates. So well, we want to encourage so. everybody to go to your website, check it out, make a donation, purchase the calendar, support my sister's journey. Right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. On behalf of Jazzy Conversations, I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. Dawn, have a great night. Thanks for coming Thank on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Have a good one. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Yeah, She's she was just so pleasant. Dawn was an absolute delight. She's so humble. Oh my god. She goodness. was like that at the dinner. She really mm -hmm. didn't want the spotlight. They brought yeah. her up last. Uh the guest speaker, you said people from different uh areas. Uh the guest speaker was from Houston, mm -hmm. from Texas. And like I said, her and her team just mm -hmm. They've been doing this for 25 years. That team is very important. I mean, they did an amazing job. They yeah. stuck together. They all knew their roles. And of course, Dawn just likes to stay back, but she was able to just come on at the end and have a few words. Right. And I'm just, I was, I'm honored to have her on the show. Yeah. So was that was beautiful. one of my favorite. That was one of Absolutely. my favorites. Absolutely. Oh, G. Let's get ready for next week. Another, another week. Another this was, episode. this was great. This was great. Ramp up again for next Absolutely. week. Absolutely. <laughs> On behalf of Jazzy Conversations, I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. Have a great night, guys. Take care.